Welcome back to Daf HaShavua. This week we're going to be learning Mesechus Yivamos, Daf Mem Zayin. And uh, we're going to be going through some of the conversations that take place uh, in a based-in with regards to uh, the Geras process happening, beginning, getting underway, being completed, and uh, hopefully discuss some of the uh, beautiful ideas uh, in Lamdus that, uh, that appear on our daf, on daf Mem Zayin. So the Gemara that we concluded with, the bottom of daf Mem Vavam and Bez, continues our conversation regarding the process uh, a person must go through in order to become a ger, in order to convert to, uh, to become a member of the Jewish people. The Brisa there tells us that if someone comes to uh, Beisden and says that they are a ger, so we may have thought that we take his word at face value, but the Gemara says, based on the Pasuk of V'chi Yagur Itcha Ger Ba'ar Tzachem, Lo So Nuo So, specifically the word Itcha, that the ger has to come along and, uh, and verify his geras. So the Rambam, uh, in Hilchas Yisurei Bia, Perk Yud Gimel, Halacha Yud, uh, and Tosos and the Ramban. So they all describe similarly that if a person that we don't know, we don't know their background, we don't know their past, we don't know uh, where they come from, and we have no prior exposure to uh, to this individual, if they come before us to a Beisdin, so we could potentially have what we refer to in Halacha as a Migo over here, which means we should believe him when he says that he's a Ger, because he could have lied and told us that he was born a Jew, he lived a full-fledged Jew, and we certainly would have believed him. But the Bryce over here says the Gemara is talking about somebody that we, was, we, we were sure that they had a point in their life in which they were Ovid Avodah in which they were uh, non-Jewish and practicing as a non-Jew. Now they come and they claim that they converted and that's a person who must bring proof of his Geras, say, uh, says the Gemara, Rambam Tosus and the Ramban, on that Gemara, uh, the bottom of Memvav Amud, uh, Memvav Amud Beis. The next case that the Gemara presents is a case regarding the Ger uh, that comes with Adim, and the Ger comes with Adim and says that these Adim can testify that I uh, underwent a Geris process. Based on the same Pasuk, we're going to accept the testimony of the Adim, and the Pasuk comes to prove that uh, even though the Adim may not have seen the Geris themselves, we can still accept uh, we can still accept this Ger. And the Gemara proves from the same Pasuk that uh, we can also accept uh, Except Gerim in Chutzla Aretz, uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael, because we might have thought that since the Pasuk says Artsachem, so uh, they must need to be from Eretz Yisrael, Kamash Malan, that we can, uh, that we can even accept Gerim in Chutzla Aretz. The Gemara actually here has an incredible Havamina in the name of Rabbi Huda, which also appears a few lines later, that maybe if the convert is in Eretz Yisrael, he's the one who Dafka uh, needs proof uh, that his conversion was valid because according to Rashi uh, here in the Gemara in Dibara Maschil Tzarech Lahavi Raya we're nervous that he was going to be so attracted to the Shavach and Shel Eretz Yisrael to the beauty and the praise of Eretz Yisrael and he's going to lie and he's going to come along and say that he did indeed have a good conversion why? because he wants to be part of a people that have a claim to, uh, to Eretz Yisrael people that are part of Eretz Yisrael so we are uh, just as nervous that, uh, that if this ger comes, that he just wants a chilek, he just wants to uh, know about, uh, about Eretz Yisrael, and, uh, and uh, maybe that would be problematic, and that would be the case, that he would have to show uh, that he would have to bring uh, a raya, he would have to bring proof, he would have to come with Adam. The Gemara then goes on and teaches us, based on another pasuk of, Ushvat Tzedek Bein Ish Uvein Achiv, Uvein 
Gero, uh, that the Gerus needs to be done before a Beisdin. That we know that uh, Gerus is referred to as Mishpat, Gerus is referred to as something that has to be done uh, in court. And uh, the Gemara teaches us that the Gerus cannot be done, that a person can't say and testify on his own account that he went through the Gerus, that he had uh, a Mila Tevila and a Kabbalah Samitsos, that if he does. Uh, Testify that he converted, be no then uh, we're not going to accept him as a gear, and he has to come along with uh, with witnesses that are going to testify on his behalf that his gearus was valid, that his gearus was kosher, that all of the uh, all of the nuts and bolts were uh, were uh, were. Uh, lived up to in his Geras process. The Gemara goes on and presents a story where a Jew comes to Beisdin and he said that he actually had an invalid Geras, that something uh, was wrong with his, uh, with his Geras and even though we know this person we assume that he was a, uh, a Jew all along and he's been part of our Tzibor, part of our community for a, uh, for a duration of time he comes along and he says that his Geras was invalid because he claims that his Geras was done by no Vinatsmo. his Geras was done in private, and uh, therefore he's coming along to try to invalidate uh, his uh, his conversion process. So the Gemara says that since in this case there were no Edom, according to Rabbi Yehuda, so he might possible himself, says Rabbi, uh, says Rabbi Yehuda, but he won't possible his children, and ultimately the Gemara concludes, based on Rashi over here, that the non-Jewish father now, quote-unquote non-Jewish father, who's possibled himself, cannot possible his sons, and uh, his son is already what Rashi refers to as Mukh we already assume that his son uh, lives a life of, uh, of Yiddishkeit, lives a life as a Jew, so he might be able to come along and puzzle himself and puzzle his own Geras, but he's not going to be able to come along and, uh, and puzzle the Geras and puzzle the Yiddishkeit of his uh, children and grandchildren. The Gemara then goes on and uh, begins the conversation about what Geras looks like uh, Basman Hazeh, and nowadays uh, when the Gemara is referring to Geras Basman Hazeh, the Gemara is referring to the times of the Beis HaMikdash, and we certainly nowadays um, try our best to comply with all of these uh, strict guidelines that the Gemara presents to us uh, over here in the middle of Daf, uh, of Daf Mem Zayin. And, uh, what we do and the source for convincing converts and not going ahead and, uh, and not recruiting, quote unquote, to become part of the Jewish people, the source of that practice, uh, appears right over here. When a gear comes and a gear presents himself to us, so we ask him why he wants to convert. We ask him if he realizes, well, we have the Jewish, as the Jewish people, uh, have been through and all of the struggles and all of the hardships that we've endured over the years, all of the gullus and all of the trials and tribulations, the Gemara says that we look at him straight in the eye and we ask him, does he understand that we're a people that are devayim and dechufim and sechufim and meturafim v'yisurin? We have all sorts of uh, terrible things that have come onto the Jewish people. And we uh, alert him to uh, we alert him to all of these uh, all of these uh, all of these things, and uh, um, we try to see if he's going to be a sincere convert with all of that in mind. The Gemara, the Meiri, one of the Rishonim, the Meiri comes along and says that the goal of doing this is to prevent people uh, obviously from converting for ulterior motives. They look at Jewish families and they look at uh, some of the uh, the Shemir Samitzos involved, and they say, "Oh, maybe that's something that's interesting, or maybe that person has a." Uh, leg up in uh, in wherever it is that they are, and we want to avoid uh, a person converting to uh, Yiddishkeit for ulterior motives other than shemir samitzos, doing mitzos, having a relationship with Hashem, doing uh, what the Torah uh, commands of us. So if he expresses this 
potential convert, if he expresses that he isn't worthy of uh, being part of us, but he still wants to become a Jew, so the Gemara says we start the Geras process right away and teach him about some of the mitzvos kalos uh, and the mitzvos chamuros. When it comes to these mitzvos kalos and mitzvos chamuros, so... Uh, many of the Mepharshim describe that the Mitzvah's Kalos describes some of the uh, daily requirements of, uh, of being a Jew. And Rechaim Shmulevitz in his Sichos Musr, the, uh, the late great Rosh Yeshiva of the Mir Yeshiva in a Sicha in 1971, points out that the reason that we, um, that we expose him to the Mitzvah's Kalos, one might think that we should just tell him about Gilo Yerayos and Avodah Zarah and Shvichas Damim. So why do we make sure that he agrees to the Mitzvah's Kalos? So Rechaim Shmulevitz in a beautiful uh, essay and a beautiful sicha describes the fact that uh, that we're nervous that uh, that uh, that uh, that this person is going to say, ah, I have to think about the way that I wake up and I have to think about how my day is governed from waking up until going to sleep. And uh, Reb Chaim Shmulev had said, ah. It's not worth it for this. It's not worth it. The investment is uh, is just something that I'm not willing to put in uh, with all of the uh, all of these uh, eyes that need to be dotted and all these T's that need to be crossed in order to become part of the Jewish people. And uh, Chaim Shmulevitz points out that most religions just have these big overarching principles that uh, that I have to keep. But being a Jew requires us to keep all these nitty gritty details. And says Chaim Shmulevitz, that's what we're trying to uh, what we're trying to do. So then we go ahead, says the Gemara. We inform him of some of the mitzvahs chamuros, uh, definitely Avodah Zarah, and uh, all of the relevant ideas behind Avodah Zarah, all of the things that are uh, not necessarily difficult mitzvahs, but the things that are much more stringent, the things we're much more machmir uh, about these mitzvahs, uh, these mitzvahs chamuros. And uh, another potential explanation is that if we tell him about the easy and strict mitzvahs, so uh, we're hoping that he's going to say, wow, look at how incredible it is. Look at how much schar I can get in Olam Haba for doing such uh, uh, such little details throughout my day. I can get schar for putting on my shoes correctly and putting on my clothing correctly and saying brachos before I eat. Wow, that would be really incredible. So that's ultimately the uh, the hope and the desire of us when we convert people to, uh, to Klal Yisrael. So in addition to telling this potential gear about how hard and difficult uh, being part of Klal Yisrael is, so we continue to describe uh, some of the schar and how much reward a person gets for doing mitzvahs and what Olam Haba is about and the beauty of Netzach Nitzachim, of eternality of Klal Yisrael, Netzach Nitzachim of Torah, uh, and all of the beauty of, uh, of, uh, of being a Jew. And the Gemara goes on to continue to describe that we also do our best not to overwhelm him and not to be too strict with him. And as the Bach points out, this is obviously to, uh, to avoid dissuading the, uh, the real and sincere Gerim who really want to come and be a part of the uh, be a part of the Jewish people says the Gemara that the second he says I'm in I want to be part of the people so we give him a bris milah right away and when he's healed from that bris milah like we spoke about a little bit last week we're tovel him in the uh, we're tovel him in the mikvah and he does it with the members of Beit watching to make sure that it's a valid a kosher tefillah and once again we inform him uh, just of the final mitzvahs kalos and mitzvahs chamuros and in the final stage uh, of this geirus. Before he's a full-fledged Jew, he uh, he makes sure that uh, that once again that he's in. We alert him. He says, "Yes, I do. I commit. I want to be part of the Jewish people." And he becomes a full-fledged Jew. Can marry into the Jewish people. And uh, even if he were to go ahead and revert back to his old ways uh, of idolatry, he would still be a Jew. He would be referred to as what we call a Yisrael Mumar, uh, uh, a Jew that is a uh, uh, not necessarily uh, somebody we aspire to be, but he would always be a Jew. Uh, 
uh, for the rest of his life, he cannot lose the status of being a Jew. The Gemara goes on to tell us a famous statement in the name of Rabbi Chelbo that Kushin Ger Kisapachas, which means that having converts uh, amongst the Jewish people is, uh, is extremely difficult, is extremely challenging. And this is obviously a hard statement to understand. What exactly does the Gemara mean when the Gemara tells us this? So Tosos, uh, on the last Tosos on this daf on Memzayim Abayz, uh, offers numerous suggestions as to what the Gemara means when the Gemara says Kashin Girim Kirsapachas. And the first suggestion Tosa says is that since they're not trained to do mitzvahs properly, that native Jews, the neighbors, the people that live near them, are going to look at them and they're going to learn from them as to how they should go ahead and do mitzvahs and they're going to learn improperly. Or Tosa says that since they don't have strong uh, yichus, they don't have strong uh, genealogy, that they're going to be lacking some sort of hashra uh, sashkina, some sort of. Uh, Presence of Akarish Parhu is not going to dwell on them because they don't have this uh this ichus. Or perhaps Tosa says the Torah says uh no less than twenty-four times that we have to be overwhelmingly welcoming and caring for a gear. We as a Jewish people might not be up to this challenge, and that would be disastrous for us, which is obviously a tremendous uh musr that uh obviously with everybody that we encounter, but specifically uh Gerim, we have to treat them with the utmost level of respect and the utmost level of uh binadam. We want to avoid uh, casting a bad light uh, on us, and uh, we want to avoid uh, all of this, uh, all of this uh, potential uh, tragedy, which, uh, which uh, based on uh, Tosos and Kedushin, on Daf Ayin, in the name of Rev Avraham Ager, uh, we want to uh, avoid doing things that will reflect poorly on our Shemir Samitzos. Those are the suggestions as to why Kashim Gerim Ke Sapachas. The Gemara goes on and describes that the convert is a woman. Obviously, we, uh, with the utmost sneers and sensitivity and modesty, we, uh, we go ahead and we convert her. We do our best to, uh, to make sure that, um, that uh, her tevila is a valid Tvila and uh, the Dayanim are not able to see uh, anything other than uh, the top of her head and her hair going underneath the water. And uh, when a woman uh, is about to accept the mitzvahs kalos and, kach, and the mitzvahs chamuros, so we describe to her, based on the Gemara and Shabbos, the mitzvahs that are most uh, relevant to a woman's life. Hilchos nida, hilchos chala, hadlaka saner, and then she becomes. Uh, then she becomes a full-fledged Jew. The Gemara goes on to return to uh, the discussion that we had on Daf Memvav about an Eved Kanani undergoing Geras, that once he immerses to become an Eved Kanani, he's only Mechuyev in some mitzvos. He's, uh, he's uh, only Mechayev in mitzvos, like a, uh, in the mitzvos that are not mitzvos and seishas man grama, those he would be putter uh, uh, in. And uh, when he's done with his avdus, he undergoes what's called a tevila l'shem ben chorin, which would be mechayev him in all mitzvos and allow him to go ahead and marry a bas Yisrael. So there are many practical issues that arise from the Gemara, many uh, topics and discussions in halacha, and uh, hopefully over the course of the next couple of minutes, we will, uh, we will speak about a few of those. So there's a question raised by the Rishonim regarding the order uh, of the Geras process. The Gemara tells us that a Geras must perform Mila immediately upon his acceptance of mitzvahs. And before he goes into the mikvah, he has to... Uh, he has to uh, have a uh, have a mila immediately because the Gemara says we can't push off or delay the uh, the fulfillment of a mitzvah. And after he over he recovers from the mila, he goes ahead and does tevila. So the uh, the Rishonim want to know if it's so important to speed up, to expedite, to push this conversion process, then. The ger should go ahead and do tevila first, 
and then go ahead and do Mila, Mila immediately afterward. And then he becomes a gear right away. Why should he do Mila and then recuperate and then go ahead and do Tefillah in the mikvah? So there are numerous approaches in the Rishonim to answer this question. So the Ramban writes that the gear needs to perform uh, Mila first because we're nervous that um, that if he uh, does Tefillah and he over- undergoes all of the questioning and all of the uh, time learning, that maybe he's not going to be the most uh, sincere of Gerim. Once he has a bris milah, that expresses his sincerity to become part of Klal Yisrael. The pain involved and the difficulty going through a milah at that uh, and uh, in a later point in a person's life um, will uh, will definitely uh, point us to the fact that he is definitely sincere uh, about this uh, about this garrus. And the point of the milah first is to weed out the uh, weed out the uh, the gerim over here. And according to the Ramban, the, the Ramban even admits over here that since this is only a practical consideration, that if a ger did tevila first and uh, performed Mila afterward, so his conversion would be perfectly valid. That would be a kosher geiris, according to the Ramban, uh, and there's no mandatory uh, progression and transition of Mila and Tfila. There's no order of Mila and Tfila. Tosis and the Tosis Arash imply that the order does make a difference, that if the Mila doesn't come first, then the conversion is puzzled, that the, the, the geiris is invalid, and the rush. Um, uh, basically describes the fact that we, uh, based on the Gemara and Krisis that we quoted last week, that we entered into this bris with Akarsh Baruch with Mila, Tvila, and uh, Hazah, the sprinkling, which puts Mila first, and therefore Mila is certainly required to come first, says, uh, says Tosos. The reason is, is because that's how Klal Yisrael was Mizgayer originally. That's how we are going to go ahead, and we're going to be Megayer Gerim. The Rashba um, and uh, the Ritva explain that the Mila has to come first because uh, uh, a little bit more of like a, a spiritual um, reason over here in the Rishonim, that the removal of the Orla represents uh, some sort of uh, impurity that uh, exists on a, uh, on a Nachri based on a Mishnah in Meseches Nidarim, and the Tevila is done afterwards in order to acquire Kedusha Sisral first, get rid of the Orla, and then once they have this Kedusha Sisral, they can go and do the Tevila in the Mikvah. If the Ger would do Tevila while the Orla is still on, is still in place, so that's considered to be uh, what we refer to in Halacha as Tovel Vesheretz Biado. It's like he's uh, uh, going into the Mikvah holding something that is uh, that is Tameh, and the Ritva add because of this, the Geras is going to be invalid if the order uh, is going to be uh, if the order is going to be uh, reversed. So the Gemara described to us uh, that we have to inform the ger of uh, of all of these sample mitzvos and the question then becomes what happens if this uh, informing uh, doesn't happen we for some reason uh, it gets skipped in the uh, it gets skipped in the process so the rambam uh, and the ritva um, in describing the uh, the mitzvos kalos uh, so they describe the fact that uh, it's not essential that if we neglect it, it's not going to get in the way of the gerus uh, of the gerus actually happening, um, and uh, and bidiyavet uh, it would still be okay. However, most uh, people who uh, look at the Rambam uh, understand that the Rambam is going to require some sort of basic acceptance of mitzvahs. And a ger who wants to be Jewish uh, without any intention of fulfilling mitzvahs is missing the basic reality of what, uh, what Klal Yisrael is all about, of making a, uh, making a synthesis between believing and doing and part of the uh, Misa that we are uh, obligated in of being Jews is, uh, is, uh, is Shmir Samitzos. So certainly, um, certainly, 
uh, they are going to have to have some sort of uh, idea as to what it's going to require to them to... Um, to, uh, to uh, uh, be part of the Jewish people. However, uh, the sincere will to perform mitzvot is, uh, is really uh, the most important part of any geiris that's, uh, that's going to happen. And uh, this conversation gets underway with uh, 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 something, a comment that Tosos makes, where Tosos actually allows a ger katan, uh, uh, a younger child, to delay this aspect of geiris until he reaches the age of mitzvos in which he uh, is able to accept upon himself the uh, the mitzvos that he's going to have to fulfill. There's a beautiful essay, Koldo Dido Fake, that Soloveitchik uh, presented this uh, a description of this and. Um, and uh, ultimately, Rosalvechik describes the fact that part of uh, being a member of the Jewish people is the obedience, is the commitment that uh, that being a being a Jew requires of us, and uh, ultimately that is uh, what makes up us as a uh, as a nation, us as a people, uh, is this uh, balance between uh, faith and obedience, wanting to be uh, a member of the Jewish people, but also understanding uh, what it takes and uh, how much uh, we are required to invest in uh, our growing every day and in our Yiddish guide and in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which uh, is trying, uh, which comes out of this entire discussion on Daf Mem Zayin here in Mesech Zivamos. So some really lemaisa practical applications over here of, uh, of, uh, of some of the Geras process, the steps that are taken and uh, Continuing the conversation of Mila, Tevila, and uh, Kabbalah Samitsos. And uh, hopefully over the course of uh, our learning of this stuff, we, uh, we appreciate some of, the, uh, some of the lessons that come out of it. The importance of us uh, understanding how lucky we are to be mem- members, of the, uh, members of the Jewish people, members of Kal Yisrael, and uh, people that learn Torah uh, all of the time and have the ability to fulfill mitzvot uh, whenever we have the ability to do so.